Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Well, well, here we are for the Friday Faith Follow-Up. And um, if you didn't yet listen to episode 108, I would really encourage you to do that because the holidays can have some stress and have a lot of hard emotions. And um, I personally, I found it really helpful to think through and talk through why the holidays can be so stressful and what to do about it. Um, I mentioned a little bit in that episode, I probably mentioned a lot about uh, my stress right now, (laughs) what I've been kind of wrestling with, how I've been processing that, and what has been helpful. And so I know that the Lord will use that to be helpful for you as well. And in that episode, I mentioned Colossians chapter three, the beginning verses, as being really helpful in managing and responding to these these hard emotions, that, that mom guilt or that anger, or that frustration, or just the stress and the overwhelm. And now I want to kind of slow down and deep dive into these verses and ask the question, what does it really mean that my life is now hidden with Christ in God? And I will say at the start of this, like, I'm not a theologian. I have not been to seminary or things like that. Um, But I am a nerd. (laughs) I do a lot of reading. And I really enjoy reading about theology and spending time in the Bible And these are verses in particular that I have meditated on, focused on, prayed through, memorized. Like I've really spent a lot of time in these verses and I use them often even in the counseling room because they're, they're so powerful and practical and, and they impact every moment of our lives. And so right now at the holidays, when there particularly can be some unique stressors and struggles Um, We already talked through in the main episode this week about how and and, what does it mean to set your heart on things above, set your mind on things above. Um, But I want to dive deeper into the following verses here. So I'm going to go ahead and read all of them and then we'll just talk it through for a few minutes. So this is Colossians chapter three, verses one through four. I tend to read from the NIV. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And I I don't know about you, but I have always found that verse or that, that phrase, your life is now hidden with Christ in God, I have always found that to be very mysterious, a little bit confusing, um, and I am not going to claim to have all the answers, but it is something that I have thought through, and I think Christmas time is the perfect time to really think that through, because what these verses are telling us is that we have died, but we still have life. <laughs> um, and there are plenty of other places in scripture where it talks about us dying to the old self, like old Jessica, who was stuck in sin, enslaved, 
to sin, who is destined for hell, that Jessica has died because of Christ, because he has covered all of that with his sacrifice on the cross, and he has redeemed all of that in his raising from the dead. And these verses start out right there in verse one, since then you have been raised with Christ. It is because we have been raised with Christ that we get to have this experience of setting our heart on things above, setting our mind on things above, and our life being hidden with Christ in God. So these verses remind us that the old self has died and the life that we now have today is in Christ. I mean, it says it right there in verse four, when Christ, who is your life, appears, you also will appear with him in glory. Now, obviously that's speaking to this future of when Christ is going to return and he's going to reign in glory and we will live with him forever in perfect harmony in the new heaven, the new earth, like all of this redemption that the Lord is still going to bring. That part has not happened yet. We know it's coming. It has been promised. Um, But so clearly it's speaking here to the Christ, to Jesus Christ appearing, you know, coming back and we will appear with him in glory. We have that eternal life with the Lord. I think that verse is a little more clear, at least to me, than the verse right before it saying, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. So we have that element of our life being hidden, being protected for the future when Christ returns, when we live with him in glory in our perfectly redeemed bodies and our perfectly restored relationships. But even today on earth in the mess and the stress and the chaos and the confusion and everything we wrestle through, as we hopefully enjoy some really wonderful elements of life, there are hard elements of life as well. And in all of that, the good and the bad, all the things of this life, this time on earth, in the present age, our life is still hidden with Christ in God. And that, I think, is the part that really can impact us today at Christmas time and in our family life and in our sense of identity. How do we think about ourselves? How do we interact with other people? How do we experience this life and this world? That we have died. I have died. You have died. And our lives are now hidden with Christ in God. Now you can turn through even other verses in Colossians to see some of those calls for, you know, put off your old self, put off bitterness, put off rage, put off slander, put off lying, and you know, all these things that we no longer embrace and engage in behaviorally or with our character and how we think. There are specific things, scripture has a lot of them, that we no longer do because those parts of ourselves have died. Those um those temptations and sins that have gripped us have died. And then we also see lists of what we do instead. We show compassion and we have patience and all these glorious things that we should clothe ourselves with, that we should be intentional to embrace and to live out and to show to other people and to ourselves. And those are things that are centered in Christ, things that are good and beautiful and true. And so all of those things What we put off and what we put on is wrapped up here in this verse because our life is now hidden with Christ in God. But I think also just the word hidden 
and I have not studied like the Greek or whatever about this, you know, maybe there's other translations that would word this a little bit differently, but that concept, that idea of my life being hidden with Christ in God, I love the future oriented aspect of that, that there is nothing I can do today that's going to disrupt my future with the Lord. He is the one who has secured that. He is the one holding that and protecting that no matter what ridiculousness I get into today. I love that element of that, that like my life is hidden and protected, my eternal life with the Lord. But also today, my life is hidden with Christ in God, in in the thoughts in my head, the attitudes of my heart, the stress, the grumbling, the frustrations. I mean, all these little things where my old self comes through. It rears its ugly head and tries to disrupt me and my relationships. All of that, even though it's dead, it still comes up. Let's be honest. We know that. We know we still wrestle with things. But that new life, that new clothing of patience and grace and kindness and forgiveness, like all these elements of the Christian life are also a part of my life today. And sometimes they're a little more hidden. <laughs> and uh, and I just, I really like that phrasing because it reminds me that whether I'm thinking about being patient or being kind or being, you know, whatever, or whether I'm living that out or not living that out, succeeding or failing, that doesn't matter. I mean, it, well, of course it does matter, but my effort in it is not the point. It is the Lord's effort That is the point. The Holy Spirit is ultimately and perfectly patient and compassionate and joy giving and grace giving and living. And like all of this is not coming from me. I can try and that's meaningful, but that's not where the power comes from. The power comes from God, Christ, the Holy Spirit, that Holy Spirit deposited in me, hidden in me, is my life and comes through with patience when I don't have any patience. And it comes through with grace when I don't feel like I have any grace to give and comes through with compassion when all I want to do is grumble. That is hidden inside of me. And it's coming out through the Lord's power, whether I want it to or not, whether I embrace it or not, whether I am quote unquote good about it or not, doing right or not. That's what I wanted to encourage us with today, my friends, because you have died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When you are stressed, lean on God. When you're feeling angry, lean on God. Let the Holy Spirit do his thing and come forth and let him guide your tongue. Let him lead your hands and your heart and your interactions with other people. And as you reflect on Christmas, on this tiny baby in a manger and his parents, and his mission, and the shepherds coming to worship him, and angels glorifying him, as you consider the Christmas story, consider also what it means that he is hidden with Christ. You are hidden with Christ. You are hidden with him. He is hidden with you. He is in your heart. He is leading you. All of the Christmas story should point us to the full story that he not only came, but he died and he not only died, but he rose again. And he not only rose again, but he is alive today in heaven, advocating for you and living inside of you, leading you today. So 
So praise be to God. Let me pray for us and we will wrap up. Holy God, we do praise you. Oh my goodness. We thank you, Lord. We praise you that you are savior, that you are redeemer, that you are alive today. We praise you that you were willing to come and live in this messy, broken world and let us kill you. And we praise you that you are bigger than that because you rose again. We praise you that you are alive today. And I pray, Lord, I ask you to not only be present with us, in us, because you are, but I pray that we will have eyes to see that, that we will set our heart on the things above and set our minds on the things above. And I pray that we will not only enjoy the Christmas season, but enjoy every moment of this life that you have given us, that we will disciple our children well, love our husbands well, our kids well, our people well. And I pray we will do that through your strength, your power, your goodness, and not try to do it on our own. And I pray this in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, friends, um, we will be back next week. And Lord willing, it'll be on Tuesday, as usual, (laughs) Tuesday and Friday. And uh, in the meantime, lots of resources on the website. Just head to loveyourpeoplewell.com. We also have resources. I have an Etsy shop. I have not yet linked that with the main website. You know, it's on the to-do list and we all know how that goes. It'll happen eventually. (laughs) Um, But lots of small practical resources there. And there's a sale through the end of the year. Um, All the stuff there, some devotionals and prayer guides and um, Christmas resources and lots of fun stuff. So feel free to, to, you know, wander around a good place on the internet, <laughs> loveyourpeoplewell.com or the Etsy shop, get some resources, get some encouragement and come back next week as we continue to, to strive together toward building healthy and holy and happy family relationships, even at the holidays, friends. So until next week, hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon.